This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to A Game of Two Halves. I'm Jonathan Roberts and I'm joined this week by ST Sports Correspondent Ali Abdulaziz. Hello. Hi, Jimmy. Hello. Now, the good news is, is that after last week, we've cleared the medical and we're ready to play. So, Sars, let's start with something closer to home. Singapore Lions and the Suzuki Cup. As we record, they've won one, which was? Indonesia. And then they've also lost one, which was? The Philippines. And now they're about to play Timor-Leste. Now, win or lose, we know a particular outcome. And we know what the outcome will be for Fendi. He was only ever going to be in charge for the Suzuki Cup. So the question remains... What next? But before we get there, what's been your takeaway, Saz, of the tournament so far? Yeah, I think without without going too much into that that Timo Leste game that that's coming up, I think generally Fundy has, um, you know, he's managed to to rediscover um, you know, this this squad harmony that that has you know largely been missing uh, from the Lions in in the last few years. Um, you know, I, I I've spoken to to you know my my sports desk colleague. Meng Meng, who's who's been following the team very closely, you know, he followed them to the Philippines as well, and he says, you know, that that there, you know, there really is a sense of of you know joy, uh, you know, the players enjoy being around one another, which you know, not not to say that you know there wasn't this in the past, but there were some things, you know, that that I've noticed, you know, in in twenty fifteen, um, uh, and twenty seventeen that sort of hinted that you know maybe. And, you know there were cracks and stuff like that. You know, so it's no longer eleven men on a pitch; it's actually a team. Yeah, it really. You know, even when they went to uh, Japan for their training camp, you know, you saw nineteen-year-old, uh, you know, debutant hanging out with you know the thirty-three-year-old senior. You know, when when they were just you know they had their R and R day. You know, in in the streets in. I don't know if they went to Shibuya or wherever. No, they were they weren't in Tokyo. They weren't in Tokyo. Yeah, so right. it's definitely not Shibuya. But you know, they, they had the R and R session, and you know, you could really see the the cohesiveness of the of the team. And just just if if I could very quickly share, you know, in in twenty fourteen, the the twenty fourteen Suzuki Cup, there was an incident at, at the team hotel. You know, when when um I was talking to one of the senior players, and then another senior player yelled out to me from from afar. This is I take it you're. Being very discreet here and no yeah, names, I'm not, I'm no not, yeah, Absolutely okay. no names. But if anna- you're listening, you know who you are. Yeah, uh, another senior player sort of yelled out to me, half joking. He said, "You know, because we had written a, a story about the under twenty three players in the in the squad. You know, we say oh, they're, they're the next, you know, batch of of lions, are, You know, and he he shouted out to me. He said, uh, "Hey, Sas, why are you write about all these youngsters? No need lah. They haven't achieved anything yet. You know, that kind of thing. And and the youngsters were there." You know what I mean? So he was he was trying to slight <laughs> them, you know what I mean? Uh and and yeah, so I, I felt like oh that was, was I mean there, there's clearly a click between you know the senior mm. players and and the, you know the younger players trying to break through uh the team under under Burnstanger. And uh you know a couple years later, you know, the, the again, you know, under Sundram Sundram I I think as as a lot of you know local football fans know, he's he's um, a very cautious coach. Uh, and he, you know, there, there's always this, you know, uh, us against uh, the world mentality, which, you know, when when we play against the bigger teams, the Middle Eastern teams, you know, Sundram does well to set the team up to to sort of frustrate opponents. Uh, but when it comes to winning games against, you know, the so-called minos mm. uh, or our regional rivals, you know, that may not be the best game plan. So the 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 players, I guess you could say it's a bit of a negative atmosphere. You know, they were under pressure. They didn't have the freedom to express themselves on the pitch. And it told, you know, in, in the Philippines when I was there for for you know the two and a half weeks with with the team, there wasn't this harmony that we we see currently in the in the current team. So this is all changed now. Yeah, so. yeah. 
you can see it come through in the yeah, play. Like like I said, you know, at the end of the day, um, players, you know, enjoy having freedom on the pitch and. Um, you know, Fundy is not the sort. I mean, he 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 does it also. I mean, I guess, like I said, uh, some you know, a lot of coaches can't help it, but uh, he he's not always you know riding the players and and I think the the players enjoy that like, You know, uh, one clear example, my colleague uh, David Lee wrote um you know a story about it recently is is winger Gabriel Kwok. You know, he was frozen out uh, under syndrome. You know, supposedly because mm. his work ethic was not there and he didn't deliver in games, but you know. He he delivered a, a fantastic assist um, for the winning goal in against Indonesia. Okay, so we've got a good setup there, but obviously Fendi is not going to be sticking around. So what did he need to look for in the next coach? One thing which you know it, it's said to be a, a foreign hire. I don't know what the local options are really. Yeah, well, the, the local options a couple of years ago would have been Fundy and Sundram. Sundram had his crack. Fundy is uh, having his uh, interim stint now. So most likely, we will go for a foreign hire. I think the key thing uh, the FAS would need to consider is to bring someone in who has understanding of, of regional football and the challenges faced by the Singapore football system, uh, you know, national service and, and so on, school, you know, and, and, you know, having, you know, not being able to train your, your under-19s at, at 4pm, that kind of thing, because all of them, you know, half of them are in NS, the other half are in poly. I, I wonder, actually, if, if the FS is considering someone like, um, you know, just across the causeway, like uh, Ong Kim Sui, because, you know, he has, you know, for a couple of, uh, he led Malaysia to, to the under-23 mm. uh, Sea Games goal before. Uh, he has publicly mentioned, you know, he's, he's open to coaching Singapore. He, he likes certain aspects of Singapore players because they're very coachable, he says. Um, and you know, choice, though. Yeah, it would be because it's been a while since since a Malaysian, <laughs> you know, has been in our setup. But uh, but yeah, he, he has the experience. Uh, he, he knows the region, you know, he knows Singapore. Um, but it would be quite radical. It would so be, yes, it would be. But um, again, like I said, you know, at the end of the day, you, you know, you're being paid for a job, you know, in the past we had Chow Kwai Lam in, in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I think he coached, uh, you know, a couple of teams in Singapore, uh, Malaysia Cup as well. So, uh, you know, I, I, it, it is, like I said, a radical choice. But, you know, the, the, I think Kiati Suk as well has been bandied about uh, as, as a possibility. Although Kiati Suk, like I said, you know, he's he, he has played in Singapore as a player. He, he might know a bit about, you know, the local scene. But, you know, um, I think, you know, he, he had it. The, the challenges he fa- he faced in in Thailand are, are, are way less than, than you know what he has he would have in Singapore. Given the success of uh, Albrex in the Singapore Premier League and mm. its previous version, what about a Japanese coach? Or is no, that I, going too far? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, uh, you, you brought a good point. You know, every time Albrex are winning stuff, you know, we'll see on on the the ST uh, Facebook. Inevitably, somebody will say Albrecht's coach should should be national team coach, which is not again. It's it's not impossible because you know, for example, this year they they, they got a couple of local boys in, and and you know, one's a reserve goalkeeper, the other is is uh, Adam Swandi who played a key role, and clearly he has you know flourished. It will be interesting to see whether whether you know, I I again like I said, I don't know if the FAS is considering uh, the Albrecht's coach uh, as a possibility, but um, you know, he's an again experienced coach, you know. Coached a couple of J-League te- teams before. Uh, he'll be an interesting choice. Well, we'll see what happens with the Lions post-Suzuki Cup. Hopefully, we could still win. 
We could still do. We could. We, we could. could. Yeah. Hopefully we would do. Uh, for going further afield now, we're going to Germany. Or the German national team, in fact. Uh, it's not been a good run for Joachim Lowe and oh. the boys. Uh, I mean, after a disastrous World Cup in which they went out in the group stages. He really is looking Language. for them. <laughs> it's German. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's not that much disguise, though, is it? Come on. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, okay. No, no, no. I'll just bleep it out. Uh, yeah. I'll just bleep it out. I'm just... <laughs> anyway, yeah. as Saz expands his vocabulary, uh, yeah, so the national team, they're in a flux. They're in a difficult position. They're already out of the Nations League. Uh, this bizarre half competition that's mm. brewed up in between yeah. uh, Euro and World Cup. Uh, they drew against Netherlands last night, but it doesn't matter. They were already out. So what can Germany do? Is it time to get rid of Lowe? I mean, he's taken them so far. Is is this the brink of where he can take them? I, I think you're right in saying the team is in a state of flux. In a sense, you know, obviously they, they, were, they exited the World Cup um, in, in shambolic fashion. But to, I think to, 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 to press a panic button is uh, is a bit much because... Okay, you know, obviously, um, you know that. Oh, hang, what what's the panic button? Because the panic it, button will be getting rid of of low. I I don't think that that should be done because I know I know what you mean by you know it's, yeah. it's getting rid of low, but uh-huh. it's been happening for a while. The World Cup is just like the the rotten icing on the cake. Yeah, but you know, again, I think low having led them to to the World Cup uh, previously deserves a chance to to rebuild the squad. Uh, and you know, it, yes, they didn't do well in in the Nations League. Uh, which is again a very strange competition, but I think people are reading too much into it. If they are saying, "Oh, you know, they 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 finish bottom of their group of three yeah. teams, yeah. two of which are, are equally very high quality teams," you know, so it's it's really a lottery when when you know it comes to you. Imagine if um you know Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, and and Manchester United all play each other for four weeks in a row, you will get a couple of. Odd results here and there. You you know you get a you know a, a, a Liverpool three, Manchester United zero, uh, a Man City five, uh, Chelsea zero. Possibly you know when you play cons- consecutive three, and, and that that's what happens in in the Nations League. You know you have four games uh, against very high quality opponents, and you know so, some days you know it just doesn't go well for you. And and I guess that's what happened when when the Netherlands beat uh, Germany three 0 uh, but yeah, I I I think people are reading too much into this because in in, in previous uh, years the the normal qualification process is you know you have your San Marinos and your Macedonias mm. and your postmen and and every, every, you know from from all these minos, uh, so you know that's interspersed with, with games against sort of middle strength team and, and and top teams. So so the results can be mixed. What does Germany actually have to do now? Where are they lacking? Well, I think uh, you know up front uh, they're still struggling with um, uh, closest retirement. You know, Timo Werner was supposed to be the heir to the throne. He hasn't really shone as well as as you know the the German football fans would like. And and there really are no no other great choices. So I guess that's where uh, it's an issue. You know, for for them they have a lot of. Um, talented young attacking midfielders uh, or uh, midfielders in general as well. So I think that's where they are well stocked. But you know they're a bit thin 
you know, Neuer is not in in fantastic form. You know, there's there's no real. Well, there are also reports that say that Pep Guardiola is to blame for his influence in a possession football. Yeah, no, exactly. I and and that's I I, I like I said that's I feel. Uh, is indicative of the core flaw of this nation's league. You know, people tend to press the panic button and like, you know, be so eager to find some someone to blame. So you're saying this is rubbish? It's a load of rubbish. It's a load of, you know, I, I will uh, repeat yeah. the word, no, no, but it's not. in German and it, it means... All know, right, yes, yeah. yes, thank you. Thank so, you. But yeah, so I, yeah, it's, it's, it's a load of rubbish. I, I think... Um, I don't know who who was the one criticizing him, but said that oh, Germans forgot to win. Instead, they want to keep the ball. That's such a simplistic argument. It, it completely doesn't make sense. So you're saying they should keep low. Yeah, low yeah. still has it in Absolutely. him to craft a new team. Like I said, if anything, he has earned the right. You know, by by leading them to the World Cup before. Um, he obviously didn't have a good. World Cup uh, in the most recent edition. You can say earn the right, but I mean, many other teams would have got rid of him by now. Yeah, well... You I know, mean, if you go out of the group stages in the World Cup, I mean, I think the the German FA mm. have been quite generous. They, yeah, well, yes, uh, you can argue him. that. Yes, you can argue yeah. that. But, um, you know, to each his own, uh, my, my personal opinion is I feel, you know, he should be given the chance to, 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 to lead them at the Euros. Um, and obviously, if he does not manage to to lead them to to, to qualify for for the Euros, then you know that there's no defense. You know he he should get the boot. But until then, I think he he should who uh, should you know stay at the helm. Well, that's where we're going to leave this particular edition of Game of Two Halves. Thanks for listening, Sars. Thanks for joining me. Danke. Very German. Thank you. If you're listening on iTunes or Google Podcast, do us a rating. Uh, even leave a comment. Tell us what you think. We're all ears. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.